0: I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad, Squad Ghouls. Ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. Speaking of creepy
1: things, did mm. we talk about what happened after, because we took a week off, because mm-hmm. my life was unmanageable. Uh, and, same. <laughs> uh, but did we ever talk about what happened after we recorded the presidential episode?
0: No, we didn't.
1: We had a spooky, and well, I had a spooky encounter.
0: But you, like instant messaged me about it yeah. right after and i like literally just pulled in my house this girl my house is
1: haunted and i
0: saged my room after you told me the story saged
1: the fuck out of this whole house um <laughs> so for our listeners after we recorded that episode and my dear friend and co-podcaster and sister here brie went home uh another dear friend of ours was staying here for a quick visit uh ms blue jackson I was brushing my teeth, as you do before you go to bed, and I heard someone say my name. A woman, a young woman, very distinctly said my name. Say my name, say my name. But <laughs> no one is around, the yeah. ghosties, yeah. they are calling you.
0: Uh,
1: so I called down the hall, see if it was Blue. Blue, did you call my name? Nope, sure didn't. Oh, God. So I'll continue brushing my teeth, <laughs> and then something knocked on the door. Nope. And I lost my mind. I'm like, all right, that's it. What's going on here? So called down the hall to blue. We instantly got the sage, saged the whole fucking house. <laughs> and the house is not small.
0: So you were up for another two hours?
1: <laughs> we were it took us a minute to sage it and then when I saged our bedroom, uh Jared woke up again, he hates the smell of sage. Oh no. And it woke him up, he was real grumpy. I'm like, I don't care the demons are not getting me
0: (laughs) not today satan
1: not today
0: it was very creepy well i also saged my room only my room i didn't do the whole house i'm sorry
1: Mm -mm -mm. gotta do the whole thing
0: well your room's fine i mean can i do like up the stairs to my room and my closet and the bathroom that's outside my room
1: shit i don't know
0: i mean i'm protecting me
1: yeah, I mean, that's probably
0: good. <laughs> that sounded really mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at right now.
1: <laughs> hey, it's uh, it's looking like 2020 part do over here, so.
0: <laughs> Everyone Sleep is wild. enjoying this new me, so.
1: <laughs> oh, I love Savage Bree. Savage Bree is my favorite Brie.
0: I'll just keep it going. Love it.
1: <laughs> um, But in a happier... No, I have a joke for you. I'm
0: ready. I've been waiting for this.
1: I know. Good, good, good old Halloween dad jokes. Uh, (laughs) Why are vampires easy to fool? I don't know. Why? Because they're
0: suckers. (laughs) Boom, boom. These just get better and better. Oh, man,
1: they're terrible. <laughs> they're so
0: terrible. Well, I have a joke. Okay, do it. Okay. Why do girl ghosts go on diets? I don't know. Why do they? So they can keep their ghoulish figures. Ah! That's me. That's cute. I am the girl ghost. Same, babe. But also, I can't call it a diet anymore because then I don't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we make lifestyle changes.
0: Yes, that's what we're going to call it.
1: We stop eating cheese
0: it's called brie is no longer eating dairy diet but
1: did you notice <laughs> did you notice that you're not missing it anymore have you gotten to that point yet or no mm. it took me it legitimately okay. took me about three months to get to the point where i didn't miss so
0: it. so i was doing really good mm-hmm. and then i came home one day and my mom made her big mac and cheese okay that's fair and that's all i could smell Mm -hmm. and i was like oh but did you remember that i said that i'm not eating dairy anymore and she's like oh yeah well here's some mac and cheese
1: but do you ever (laughs) feel like your mother is sabotaging you Mm Mm-hmm. okay as long as it's not just me
0: yeah no okay (laughs) because i tell her these things like hey mom i really don't want to eat fried food anymore Oh, well, I just put these pork chops in a whole bunch of canola oil. Here you go.
1: I mean, you know, grease sponge galore.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's what I got an air fryer for.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's not that hard. Mm -mm. I'm just saying. And it still tastes good. Oh, yeah. To me. I don't know about anybody else. Okay. But mind you, I've tried to cook the tofu in the air fryer twice. Nope. And it's not
1: working. (laughs) Um, Remind me next Friday. I was going to make it for you today and then, um, you know, work got in the way yep um I'm, i know that life i made this week uh some coconut crusted tofu <sighs> because while i no longer miss dairy and i really don't miss meat i really actually miss sea critters sea critters are fucking delicious wait sea critters yeah like shrimps
0: oh secret Oh, like i thought you were like talking about like a brand <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is not the '70s. This is not
1: Sea Monkeys. <laughs> I like sea critters. What brand is that? No, I'm, I miss uh, like I miss scallops. I oh my god, I miss mm. sushi. I um, yum yum
0: yum. And I
1: I really miss shrimp. And I had a hankering for coconut shrimp. I'm like, you know what? There's there's gotta be a, a substitute. So I found a recipe for coconut crusted tofu. Holy balls it was so good Mm. so i'm gonna make you some next friday when you come over for dinner okay it was delish happening yes i like it yes and you can put that in the air fryer
0: okay because maybe i might need some guidance (laughs) because maybe either i have the temperature too high or i'm cooking it too long or both
1: no, uh, it's... I don't know what it is. No, it, it absolutely has to do with what you do with it, because tofu is a very fickle friend on occasion. mm mm-hmm. um, I do... The, the baked tofu that I do in the oven usually comes out good, but... Um, cooking or frying it i've not had success with even air frying it i haven't had success with unless it's battered in something so the coconut crusted tofu is like it's cornstarch and something else is the batter or the base and then you coat it in that and then you put it in the panko and shredded coconut and then you put it in there for i'm telling you man i know we just
0: ate but but now i'm hungry yeah that sounds really good Mm
1: mm-hmm Well, anyway, shall we get into our booze news?
0: Yes. Booze news,
1: booze news.
0: (laughs) I miss that song. Is this first one mine? It is.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, sorry.
0: (laughs) 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 The first two are yours. (laughs) Got it. It's fine. Totally fine.
1: Okay. uh, We're good. Okay, so I'm here. So... Zach Bagans and the Ghost Adventures team kicked off the new year with a trip inside the infamous Cecil Hotel, which, did you watch that one? Oh, you know I did. Okay, you watched both parts? Of
0: course. So good. Yes. Um, I I, I was hoping we'd talk about it at some point. Yes.
1: As much shit as I talk about Ghost Adventures, I still love watching it. It's like Mm -hmm. a car crash. (laughs) I can't stop looking. I have Um, to say
0: that I liked this one better than the quarantine.
1: Oh, yeah. This one was my favorite by by far. And stuff actually happened exactly <laughs> um
0: so this one was absolutely That's why i don't want to stay there
1: no nope, but it's fun <laughs> to look at um but netflix is also releasing a trip to that infamous location um they're premiering the brand new docuseries crime scene the vanishing at the cecil hotel on february 10th which i believe this episode will be out by then mm-hmm. yes because this episode will come out on the third no 12th this episode will come out on the 12th yeah yes math is hard um <laughs> but the official trailer is already out so for those that don't know and did not listen to we did not talk about it never mind ah, more tea
0: wait we did did we talk about it we did talk about the cecil hotel
1: okay never mind i'm well, here. we did
0: the haunted like hollywood
1: i'm okay Sarah, i calm, mean it's been a minute though calm down sir. i mean it's
0: not like we couldn't talk about it again if we wanted to
1: no but i was gonna say if you didn't <laughs> listen to that episode never mind we didn't do an episode no that's not true we did do an we episode did, but it was
0: very like condensed. Yes, it was
1: Haunted Hollywood and it was from a bit ago. Um, Mm -hmm. So go listen to that one if you haven't. Um, We specifically talked about the infamous case of Canadian exchange student Elisa Lamb, who was discovered inside the water tank on top of the hotel in LA. And everyone remembers the really eerie security camera footage of her in the last moments before her disappearance and then ultimate mysterious and untimely death where she's behaving very strangely and she's kind of moving her arms in a really creepy
0: it's if like, you haven't seen it the video is still on youtube
1: yeah it's uh it's really really sinister but yeah don't play the elevator game kids don't don't do it nope oh
0: that's when we talked about it
1: we talked about it then too yeah but we also talked about okay. Hollywood. yeah i
0: was like i forgot about the the, the creepy games mm-hmm. when we talked about that and then you mentioned the whole elisa lamb thing
1: well i've so. added added this to my list to watch when it comes Me out too. so it'll be good um, and then we also have some updated film release dates for everybody. Yay! Um, so St. Maud came out on January 29th. I have not watched it yet. Oh, I haven't either. But I will. Okay. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong. I will probably skip that one. Comes out on March 31st. <laughs> they're, they're tough for me. Yeah. I saw the Matthew Broderick one from like the late 90s. I remember going to see that in the theater and it just like yeah it just didn't uh, it just Doo-doo-doo. didn't do it for me Led zeppelin could not save that movie
0: oh you mean p Diddy didn't help it i had no comment because he was on that song
1: anyway you can't just remix old classic rock songs and call them your own they aren't like spoiler alert kids uh eminem did not write that song what was it that he did that though he stole the Aerosmith song oh dream on yeah 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 but I forget what song Eminem called it but anyway that was not Eminem's song that was an
0: Aerosmith song well you know these young kids these days
1: you know these kids these days shakes fist untimely um I've totally turned into that uh yes Geico commercial it's a Geico or progressive one of those it's Geico yeah yeah yeah, where they're like don't turn into your parents too late (laughs) um mortal Kombat comes out on april 16th spiral which i am so excited for i can't wait (laughs) and i feel like i'm I'm doing what i always do where i overly hype myself up about these things and then i'm just continually disappointed realistically i I just feel like
0: we won't be disappointed
1: i hope not because i get i get so excited and then i i just need to set the bar here
0: i feel like we need to go to the drive-in for this Driving, driving. If the if the video looks better yes because <laughs> i need to see everything
1: yes um so spiral uh comes out on may 21st yay the third conjuring yes. the devil made me do it as yes, we've yes, mentioned yes. six four or june 4th um forever purge I'll i will pass. i will be passing on that one it <laughs> is a no from me that comes out on july 9th the new Nia Dacosta Candyman, which I'm also very excited for, uh, comes out on August 27th. Malignant September 10th. Yay. A Quiet Place Two. I'm Sily. sad it, it, it got bumped back yet again. Ugh. um, To September 17th. Gosh. Halloween Kills comes out on October 15th. Antlers, which actually looks really freaking good. Yeah,
0: I kind of want to see this. I really want to see a good Halloween movie. Oh
1: totes. Um. i I just said totes oh my god what's wrong with me um totes my goats where's that commercial with uh (laughs) james earl jones
0: (laughs) well you know there's a new slang that we kind of take on a little bit
1: i have never felt okay real quick side note i've never felt so old as when i ran a college ambassador program for my job um, and we flew all these, cool, all these cool kids from 10 different schools around the country. We flew them all to New York City and we had a big agency meeting. We gave them all sorts of fun branded swag and we told them, you know, all about the program and what was it. When these kids start, and I say kids because they're all at least 12 years younger than me, mm. um, t- m- some of them even more, uh, all these kids are using all these terms. I'm like, what? Hmm. What? Yeah, a snap trap. Like, what the fuck is a snap what? trap? You know, all these little pop things where everybody goes to take pictures for their Instagram. Like, oh y'all yeah, uh, we'll call it a snap trap. I didn't know that. That,
0: that <laughs> sounds like something else. I'm not gonna say what it sounds like. It
1: sounds like something real dirty. Um, but yeah, because I'm thinking snatch. hey yo Sorry. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never felt so old as listening to these children that I'm yeah. just, that are supposed like, please just take pictures of. Do you know our what shit. drip
0: means? No it's okay because i didn't like, either like drip coffee no that's not what it's no <laughs> looking it's like, like an iv drip no you gotta like when you're when you're looking drip it means you're looking fly like you're looking good
1: why don't you just say looking fly because
0: i guess it's not cool anymore i learned that from my nephew he's like he's like yeah i gotta take time to get drip i'm like uh what,
1: <laughs> what? I, was a, I was a science major drip equals iv drip
0: right yeah no and in, in the new age drip does not mean what you think it means oh,
1: kids you're making it so hard on me <laughs> um anyway the last of the films to be released this year with an update is
0: ghostbusters afterlife on Yay! november 11th
1: which i might give a chance to because it's
0: got paul Rudd in it oh can we go see it together please oh of course so i can wear my shirt that says i am afraid no ghost cute I mean, because I am, but... I'm t- fucking terrified of ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> but the shirt is cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. speaking of Spiral, um, from the book of Saw on May 21st, uh, HBO Max has announced that uh, most of the franchise is headed to the streaming service um, starting now, February. Woohoo! So it's there. So there's a bunch of uh, Saw movies. So the original Saw... From uh, 2004. The extended version is on there. We have Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4, Saw 5, <laughs> Saw 6. <laughs> and Saw the final chapter, all in the director's cut are all available. And also, the only one that's not kind of in that Saw franchise, but Jigsaw mm-hmm. is also um, going to be on there. And then there's some other. um uh, horror movies coming to HBO Max this month. Uh, Amityville Horror from '79 and the one from 2005. You know, I didn't hate the one from 2005. I didn't either, but also Ryan Reynolds. Well, you know, I mean, even though he was kind of evil, I still thought it was hot.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I they they did take some liberties with the story, mm-hmm. but you know, it was it was fine. I didn't hate it.
0: Yeah, I liked it. it
1: made, made me jump a little bit here and there. Yeah.
0: I mean, even the original, though, for me. Oh, the original was phenomenal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but do you remember the one with Meg Ryan? Oh, yeah. It was, I think it was the third one, Amityville
0: 3D. Yeah, that... Mm. With Meg Ryan. It was okay.
1: Before Top Gun.
0: <laughs> it was okay. It was, yeah.
1: Kiss me, you fool, or use me, lose me forever. <laughs>
0: um oh and then we have (sighs) the apparition ghoulies and ghoulies 2. haven't seen that in a while um Mm -hmm. (laughs) jacob's ladder love jacob's ladder so good yeah um jacob goes uh, jacob sorry i'm mixing the two movies Uh, jason goes (laughs) to hell the final friday Mm -hmm. uh the last exorcism Mm -hmm. exorcism excuse me uh monkey shines and my bloody valentine 3d some things that are leaving in february so they're already gone or a role will be gone uh, on hbo max is the conjuring uh, us the devil inside doctor sleep and needful things nice so watch them while you can Mm -hmm. because they will be leaving oh yeah to fit more things Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then some other news so a group of five filmmakers have come together for the upcoming horror anthology feature phobias phobias excuse me <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for this saying things all wrong <laughs> so variety is the one that reported this and they said that uh vertical entertainment has acquired the film and vertical will release phobias in u.s theaters and on digital coming this march yay so um the five filmmakers include uh uh Jess very uh mariet go M- marit go excuse me um, uh, Camilla Bell. <laughs> Camila Bell like um, the actress
1: yeah like uh, Rip Girls baby baby Camila Bell from Rip yeah. Girls oh my god no way yeah when
0: I saw that I was like okay I kind of gotta see what she's gonna do well because
1: she also did the remake of A Stranger Calls. So, like she was, mm-hmm. well, she was in it she didn't yeah. create it
0: but. but I didn't know she was gonna be directing so this will be interesting to see yeah um, then also we have uh, Chris Von Hoffman and Joe Sill um, so the film uh, follows five dangerous patients in a government testing facility all suffering from extreme phobias a crazed doctor attempts to weaponize these anxieties so we have starring uh leonardo nam uh hannah may lee and alexis knapp both from um pitch perfect mm. that's all I'm like, i just know them from that <laughs> um lauren miller rogan martina garcia and macy gray no way <laughs> yeah
1: I'm like kind of, I try to say goodbye, and I choke. I fucking love Macy Gray, man. I know.
0: <laughs> so I'm excited for this. I think it's gonna be cool,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, groovy, yay! So we thought for um, the wonderful month of February, since so it is Black History Month, that we would like to share some great small shops um organizations like we'll kind of go back and forth but we wanted to share um some great uh, shops owned by some beautiful uh african-americans love it <laughs> so the first one i i found this on um instagram because it was just me <laughs> dreaming about new orleans um <laughs> but it's the house of hoodoo i've heard of this it's really cool. Do they have a website? <laughs> yes, they do. Okay, I, I I knew you were gonna go look.
1: <laughs> well, because I'm I'm I, I recognize the name.
0: It's so cool. I don't know if they've been on like shows or anything, but it's it. I mean, they got some really cool stuff in there. Where I'm I'm thinking I'm, i might need to order some stuff. Um, but it the shop is owned by uh, Jessica Winston in New Orleans and Happy it, Mardi Gras, New Orleans. Yeah, Happy Mardi Gras. I wish I was there. But not really, because it's probably crazy.
1: I don't. My sister-in-law got her phone stolen when she went.
0: Okay, no. Yeah, that's why I want to go when it's not, we're not celebrating anything other than whatever is going on in my life.
1: Celebrating freedom. (laughs) Oh, they do have a website.
0: Yes. So there's tons of stuff on there. Um, Anything for, you know, your witchy heart may desire. Um, but the one thing that I love on there is all the different natural oils that she creates and she has, um, lots of bath stuff on there that I'm really interested in. And she also has these great videos that actually one of them I want to do. If you look on there, um, there's like a bath ritual. I want to do it. Mm. it. I watched the whole video and I'm like, yep, I'm going to order all this stuff.
1: There's a category <laughs> called bundles and sticks.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> it's really bundles and sticks.
1: Oh, yes, it is. Oh, sage. Ooh, and and ooh, sage. Ooh. I, since I used up my sage the other day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <on my> <laughs> yes. So House of Hoodoo has their own website, um, but I they can also be found on Instagram. So please check them out. And then also um, another really cool thing I found is Michelle Halloween, and uh, Michelle Halloween is a writer and she is a contributor to another podcast called Creepy Kingdom. Love her, and also uh, she is editor in chief of Row of the Dead magazine. And also she has um, more edition on writing on her blog michellehalloween.com and she's got some amazing stuff on there and she's a really good writer.
1: She's hilarious Yeah, too.
0: so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um if you um so you can check her out michellehalloween.com also check out Row of the dead magazine and also another uh creepy podcast called creepy kingdom. Yeah, whoop whoop. Check them out. You're over there shopping. I'm looking at hagstones. I don't know what the hell it does, but it sounds cool. Sounds like something that came out of me.
1: (laughs) Sorry for my witch
0: cackle. I'm so sorry. I'm
1: going to edit my witch cackle out. It's the
0: metabolism tea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry. What is
1: it doing to me? I don't know. I got the worst laugh on the face of the planet. I'm so sorry you do not oh, i love it's it fucking terrible okay um so the oh no now i lost my place <laughs> my cackle ruined it okay so the first uh black creator for black history month that i picked is sister sci-fi Ooh. so it's a good one it is a sci-fi and horror bookstore that was founded by isis asari uh like isis one word and then asari s a s it's just so beautifully together though i know like it could be one one name and that's like madonna just one word that's all you need um but she actually sells uh books and comics that are written by black women yay i know so i'm super excited i love that yeah she's great um and i think i actually found her last year Mm mm-hmm and I don't remember how. I might have I just might have been scrolling around on the internet.
0: I remember you mentioned it to me in passing.
1: Sounds like something I would do. And you
0: were saying there was some good stuff on there oh, that yeah. like we should pay attention to.
1: Totes. <laughs> I said it again.
0: <laughs> there it is.
1: Totally. Can we
0: call this um episode totes?
1: Totes my goats. <laughs> um and then the second one that I picked is actually one that I mentioned last year on the podcast, uh, specifically in the episode that we did about um, films featuring black actors. And this one is blackhorrormovies.com. And I found out about this from that wonderful Shutter documentary called uh, the, the Film Noir. So good. And yeah, it was wonderful documentary but there's a gentleman who runs BlackHorrorMovies.com, which is a website aimed at educating people specifically about black horror cinema so i get to use a complete list of black horror films throughout history um things that star black actors things written by black uh black writers movies that were filmed by or um had black directors. I mean, it's everything that you would ever need to know about black folks in cinema. So please check it out because I guarantee you there will be at least a handful of films that you have never heard of but will absolutely change your life and you will love dearly. Um, because unfortunately, like the rest of the film genres, Horror is no exception, and horror has done a very poor job of highlighting the achievements of Black filmmakers, Black actors, Black black directors, Black writers, and so forth. So please definitely check it out um, and learn about some new films
0: that you will love. We're going to be sharing some here, too. Yes, we are. Really highlighting. And speaking of that today's episode we are gonna do a movie review on eve's bayou i love this movie me too we should
1: give a quick disclaimer Mm -hmm. this is not a traditional horror movie it's not it is a if i had to to classify it as anything it is like a gothic Drama horror movie,
0: yes, like that, that's a very good description of it. I yeah, like that,
1: like Crimson Peak, but less bloody ghosts and more realistic ghosts.
0: Well, it just kind of reminds me like the whole feel of um, the um, good and evil in the garden of um,
1: Midnight in the Garden of Good. Thank and evil. you, that one, yes. <laughs>
0: mixing up all my titles together today no you're all good but it kind of reminds me of that like it that just like southern gothic oh absolutely you know i love that
1: and it's yeah but it's great
0: yes <laughs> so anyway so eve's just a little background so eve's bayou uh, came out in 1997 and it is a film written and directed by the wonderful uh cassie lemons she's brilliant so brilliant She's done so many things, but we'll, we'll definitely get into that so you can learn a little bit more about her. But this was her directorial debut. hmm And also... She also wrote it. Oh, yes. Anne <laughs> wrote this. Excuse me. Um, but also, I didn't know this until I was reading a little bit more into the movie, but Samuel Jackson was also a producer.
1: Um, fun fact. I was watching some... When, we, when I was doing the research for this episode, I was watching an interview with her it's on YouTube and she was specifically talking about how she had a very, very specific vision of Mm -hmm. how she wanted the film to look and feel. And it had every, there were scenes that people shot multiple times because she wasn't getting the exact reaction that she wanted. Um, And it particularly bothered Samuel L. Jackson and they butted heads a lot because as a very uh, seasoned And professional actor, he wanted to do what he wanted to do with his interpretation of the character. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, no, this is my movie. I wrote it.
0: I'm directing it. She's the director and Mm -hmm. usually the director will direct the actor, Mm -hmm. not the other way around.
1: Yep. So apparently (laughs) he had very specific (laughs) ideas about how he wanted things to be done. But she's like, no, no. This is this is my vision. This is exactly this is how I want this walk to go. This is what I want you to do with your hands. This is the expression that I want.
0: I'm well. I'm glad that she did that because I feel like I mean, if she didn't push as as hard, I think maybe it would have like lost us a little bit. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. If it was just kind of all over the place, but I'm kind of glad that she like, no, Samuel Jackson, you listen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's how i want it it's my movie <laughs> it's my movie I would, I would do what i want mm-hmm. um anyway. <laughs> so in uh, 2018 it was selected by the library of congress for preservation in the national film registry for being culturally historically and aesthetically significant mm-hmm. agree um also in february 2008 eve's bayou made time's list of the 25 most important films on race mm. i mean i don't really like the title of that yeah that's an interesting <laughs> thanks time magazine um <laughs> huh but they're on that list um (laughs) and then uh february 16th of 2009 debbie morgan's portrayal of moselle baptiste de was included in the pop matters 100 essential female film performances list she was amazing i know i she's such a great actress she's wonderful (laughs) and then um in uh, 2012, Journey Smollett's role as Eve Batiste was included in Essence Magazine's 25 Best Roles for Black Actresses list. Uh, I agree. I mean, she. Okay, so for her age mm-hmm. at the time, I thought she did very well.
1: I thought she was amazing. Yeah, and even. Um, and I know we'll we'll get into a little bit more about the movie, but for me and especially watching it again because it's been a few years since i watched it and i certainly when she was a baby girl i had no idea who she was i just thought she was a child actress but then after watching lovecraft country Mm -hmm. and then going back and watching this again
0: yeah um she's done a lot too she
1: like just the scene where uh she sees her her father and uh maddie moreau And she's in that carriage house and she wakes up like the horror on that little girl's face and like the way she's heaving and breathing like you can't get a child to deliver that much emotion at that age. I mean, she was great.
0: I wonder how many times they had to film that one over. I don't know, but she was awesome. Yeah, it was really, really good. (laughs) But well, so I'll get into a little bit of the cast. So of course we have uh, Journey Smollett as Eve Batiste. This and- film had a huge cast. Yes, <laughs> this is very like. I mean, it's kind of condensed. I want to know what the <laughs> payroll was for. I this. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look at the locations too. Oh my!
1: Well, Nolens Nolens or Louisiana. Louisiana Louisiana's cheap though. Is it? Well, unless you're in the French Quarter.
0: Oh okay okay, yeah. I guess you're in the borders of that on the outside then maybe it is not as expensive but and then um we have uh Tamara Tooney as the um adult Eve who's doing the voice the narration um then we have Debbie Morgan as Moselle Batiste Delacroix I just can I can that be my name um well you are gonna be
1: Brianna Ariel. yes so that's pretty pretty bougie
0: yeah, it kind of is. But, I mean, that name, though. M- Moselle Batiste de <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and then we have um, Samuel L. Jackson as Louis Batiste. And then Lynn Whitfield as Roz Batiste. Also, Lynn Whitfield. I
1: love her.
0: <laughs> have you seen A Thin Line Between Love and Hate? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Of course I have. <laughs> I like, love that movie. <laughs> and also, that woman hasn't aged. No. Well, I mean... I'm not gonna say it, but you know. <laughs> I know. I know. She has not
1: aged. But also, neither has Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Nope. I mean, a lot of these people still look <laughs> very young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I mean, we have uh Diane Carroll.
1: <gasps> Porgy and Bess! As
0: El Zora. Ah, uh,
1: Porgy and Bess. One of my all time yes. favorite
0: films. I know that's not a horror film, but. I always want to talk about it. But it's an
1: amazing film. I know. I always want
0: to talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. then we have um, Lisa Nicole Carson as Maddie Moreau. Also, who hasn't aged. Yeah. Also, I just like these names. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have Megan Good as Cicely Batiste. Also,
1: her performance was very underrated.
0: Agreed. She did so good. Agreed. I love that part where she's just like... You know, back talking <laughs> to oh my her gosh. mom, and she takes off the her rain cap, and she's like shaking <laughs> her curls out. out. Yeah, I was like, my mom would have slapped the crap out. I of me. would
1: have been picking myself <laughs> off of the yep. other side of the room.
0: <laughs> the way she just came in there and like oh, shaking man. my hair
1: out, I cut off without
0: permission. <laughs> <sighs> oh man! I, anyway, I'm getting into. <laughs> but anyway um then we have uh a roger i is it, is it gwen Ver smith sure yeah but well, i'm just gonna do that. and as lenny moreau and mm-hmm. then we have vondie oh, curtis hall love Von
1: Curtis.
0: yes as julian gray raven i mm-hmm. mean come on with these names mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have branford marsalis is harry and then uh, Carol Sutton as Madame Renard. I loved her. I know. So good. And then um, uh, Ethel A. as Grandmare. Mm-hmm. And I hope when I'm, if I get to that age where I'm like a grandmother to somebody, it'd be great if they call me Grandmare. I'm just saying, it just sounds better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we have uh, Journey Smollett's brother, Jake Smollett, as yeah. Poe Batiste. And then Victory, uh, Vic- Victory, Victoria Rowell as Stevie Hobbs.
1: You know where I first saw her? Um, where? My grandmother's absolute favorite soap opera in the whole wide world was The Young and the Restless. Yep. That's a good one. And staying at my grandmother's house as a kid in school, there was a lot of Young and the Restless going on. Mm-hmm. And then she was on that show that my mother loved because my mom loves murder mysteries, called Diagnosis Murder, (laughs) starring Dick Van Dyke. Oh boy. (laughs) With his son, Jerry Van Dyke. I'm Rob Burgundy. I think his name was Jerry Van Dyke. I I, But the character's name was Steve. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. I remember her from those two shows in particular amazing
0: mm-hmm. but yeah very very good cast mm-hmm. um
1: yeah let's talk about the movie a little bit
0: get um, into it
1: so this takes place in early 1960s louisiana and it follows a very well-to-do creole family the batiste family and uh just have to say the and watching this movie again the the fashion is like amazing i did not look up who did costumes for this movie um but i pretty much wanted to snatch every single solitary dress off of every actress this whole film it's beautiful um so we start at a party that's happening at the batiste home and one evening during said party everybody's having a good time there's neighbors and family and so forth and little eve little baby journey smollett uh <laughs> fall, ends up going out to the carriage house and she falls asleep and as she's waking up she finds her father cheating on their mother Ugh. with one of the townswomen named maddie moreau
0: I'm mad in my room.
1: And again, like, the horror on this little girl's face. Oh, is I know. Like I kind so, of feel like
0: if that was me, I'd probably have to say. So
1: freaking <laughs> genuine. Like, is is heartbreaking. Um. So he picks her up and tries to, con- you know, just console her. Um, and she's ridiculously upset. Understandably so, because she's so young. Yeah. So she goes upstairs and talks to her older sister, Cicely, and tells her what happened. Sicily then convinces her that that's not what she saw what she really saw was just uh daddy and maddie hanging out being affectionate you know all that business and even the little little baby journey small it's going no i saw them rubbing against each other she's like no no this is what happened um and just like completely gaslights her and it's like that's not what you saw uh you saw this so uh eve is sworn to secrecy by her sister and then late in the night the family is woken up and actually little baby journey smollett has a uh, a premonition of something happening some sort of a, of a car accident so she wakes up and the phone rings and we come to find out that aunt moselle and her husband were in a car accident and her husband was killed so, so crazy i know so Uh, we then see the funeral, um, of Aunt Moselle's husband, and we then find out that Aunt Moselle is actually a psychic, and she has been cursed, and she is barren and has had three husbands now who have all died from different things.
0: It's so crazy. (laughs) Yep,
1: but (laughs) Eve is very close to her aunt, and they spend quite a bit of time together, um, And we then start seeing Moselle with different customers. And she's, you know, reading cards and so forth. It's interesting. Um, So then at one point, Moselle and Roz end up going to a farmer's market. And we obviously know Roz is starting to suspect that her husband has been cheating on her. Um, Mm -hmm. He's been gone more even on Sundays. He is out making house calls because supposedly he's a doctor but you know he's out bone other women so let's just call it what it is so she then decides that she wants to go and have her fortune told by el zora aka the f- the one and only diane carroll um but Who she's amazing she's amazing and she's wearing this she's unrecognizable because she's wearing this ridiculous white face paint <laughs>
0: i'd be scared of her too i'm like what the
1: fuck is this lady doing (laughs) um so uh moselle actually is trying to convince roz not to do it because ross says "Eh, she's just crazy she's not the real deal blah 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 and she's talking smack while this woman is like within earshot i can Uh, hey spoiler alert i can hear you yeah right um she could probably hear her
0: thoughts too
1: right (laughs) so uh roz is then told that her quote-unquote problem will be sorted out and she will be happy within three years time and she needs to look to her children without any other information that's it so she's kind of pissed and then Mazelle throws her dollar in. he's going no give me my reading bitch i want to know what's going on so (laughs) poor elzora just like reads Moselle and says you're cursed you will always be cursed and you are you're a black widow I mean it's traumatic so it really upsets Moselle and then she runs out and has a premonition that a child is killed by either a bus or a train like some sort of very large heavy moving vehicle of some sort so as a result uh ross freaks out yeah tells all the kids that they have to stay inside so what happens when you tell small children that they have to stay inside all summer and they can't go anywhere they start freaking out they all start freaking out so Mazelle ends up discovering a new love interest who shows up on her doorstep while he's trying to find her estranged his estranged wife and sh- they obviously begin a romantic relationship and fall in love and these kids kids are just acting out like crazy during this time cicely starts to go through puberty
0: <laughs> like in a real big way <laughs> yeah my
1: like, girl i get that it's traumatic but you know i i don't know i i guess i don't remember without getting graphic i don't remember that part of my life yeah. so much anymore but i don't remember it being That big of a deal? No. I remember being more upset that one boob grew in before the other. Like, that was the worst part (laughs) of it. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so Cicely starts freaking out, attacks her sister, and then completely shuts down and stops speaking to everybody. Um, she keeps trying to be around her father, who's increasingly distancing himself. Um, and he even, while he's going around making house calls, he's cheating on his wife with Eve on these house calls because she's coming around and then tells her to go wait and stand outside so that he can do his business and then leave. Um, and Cicely just wants to see her dad. So, she keeps waiting up for him um she then goes out to see him and then chops off all of her hair when she wasn't supposed to be out um and she just eventually shuts down and stops speaking to everybody so uh mom and dad then decide to have her go and stay with relatives and to go and see a specific psychologist and she agrees to go so This, unfortunately, really traumatizes Eve, and Eve doesn't understand what's going on. So, Cicely eventually tells Eve that one night when she went down to see their father, she started massaging his shoulders, and then he then, you know, grabs her hand and pulls her around to sit on his lap, and then he kisses her gently, and then he starts really kissing her. And, yeah, this scene, like, always, always wrecks me yeah um so she then freaks out and pushes him off and then runs upstairs and she's completely traumatized so eve obviously is saying i'll kill him like i Mm -hmm. i don't care who he is i want him dead i will do it myself yeah so she goes to elzora for a voodoo spell to try to kill him um, and then she thinks that it'll actually be done with a doll so then we cut to the scene where uh she starts stabbing the monkey oh, yes. the monkey doll with all the pins <laughs> um so, as she's going to look for Elzora, she actually runs into Maddie's husband, Lenny, and starts this little fucking instigator. She starts dropping hints that uh, Maddie and her father have been spending lots of time together. Um, so, Lenny obviously starts getting suspicious because he's a teacher, so he's working long hours, and he's mm-hmm. away from home a lot, and, you know, Maddie gets lonely, so she Eve plants this seed that he's that she's having an affair. So... When Eve is under the impression that she's going to get a voodoo doll of her father, she goes back to Elzora to grab it. And then Elzora tells her that, no, she's cursed her father. She took the hair that Eve gave her, put it in a snake's mouth and into a wax coffin and buried it down by the river. And that's how the curse is placed on him. Um, And Eve then decides, oh, maybe I don't want him to die. Maybe I'm just really, really mad. So... (laughs) In an attempt to try to save him, she runs to a bar to try to bring him home quickly. Finds him chatting up with Maddie Moreau, you know, as he's one to do. Um, <laughs> and then she ends up grabbing him and leaving. And at the same time, Lenny comes to take Maddie home. And then a, a confrontation ensues. Lenny and Maddie then go to leave the bar. And Lenny tells Lewis that he will kill him if he ever speaks to Maddie again. So, Lewis, being a smartass, says, (laughs) I'll see you later, Maddie. And Lenny turns around with a gun and shoots and kills him. So, this is the part that's, like, super screwed up. Yeah. Uh, After the funeral, Eve ends up discovering a letter that her Aunt Moselle wrote to her father, Lewis... Um, Because at one point, Mazelle suspects that there's something going on. So she has Eve touch her hands and she uses that second sight to pick up exactly what happened. Yeah. So Aunt Mazelle then writes him a letter accusing him of molesting his daughter. And he responds and says he never did it. Um, and he claims that Cicely actually came onto him when he was drunk. So he hit her and shoved her off of him. And that's why she was pissed. And that's why she left. So poor Eve then obviously like completely distraught because she just wished her father dead yeah. <laughs> and bought a spell for $20 to kill him. Um, like, really? That's all it takes? $20? Um, if I knew it was that
0: easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so she goes and says, what the hell happened? And Cicely is really emotional and admits she doesn't really know what happened. So, Eve has that same second sight that Aunt Moselle has. So they touch hands and you, we just see in little fragments what happened, but it's left really unresolved at the end of the film. All you see is the two girls holding hands and staring off into the, into the sunset and across the swamp. So we don't really know what happened.
0: Mm.
1: It's just kind of left there.
0: I think it's what he wrote.
1: I, do, I don't too. know. That's just me. Hey, kids, like, I'm now I'm not saying that there are not terrible people that do terrible things to children all the time, but I also know that kids see the world far differently than adults mm-hmm. and they don't understand the repercussions of their actions and they don't understand the complexity of different types of relationships and what yeah. they mean. So, I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Which is awful and sad.
0: You know, because they know that their father is kind of sleeping around and he's with these beautiful women. Not saying that his wife is not beautiful, she's because she like is. Queen B. <laughs> Which I n- will never understand, mm-hmm. guys who do that. But, you know, I, she's she's already kind of seeing, like, well, oh, I have to be this way mm-hmm. to, like, get what I want. Yeah, kind of thing. So yep. I don't know. That's how I went with that assumption. So. Yep. <laughs> but um, well, I wanted to share a little bit about Cassie Lemon just for people who you know did not know <laughs> uh, much about her. But um on on top of Eve's Bayou, um, she also did a uh the 2007 biopic Talk to Me. Um, about the legendary radio DJ, P.D. Green. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was really good. It was awesome. Um, and then also, um, Lemon's uh, you know, she started uh her film career as an actress. And I keep like forgetting this part. <laughs> <Candyman>. I know. <laughs> but I mean, she was in Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. CB4 with Chris Rock, and then of course Candyman. <laughs> Before kind of like moving behind the camera. And then her um her latest project, if ha- if anybody hasn't seen it, you should watch it. It's Harriet. It was awesome. Um, with um Cynthia Irivo. Uh, Irivo, mm-hmm. e- er, am I saying yep, that right? Yep, yeah, okay. You did. I always feel like I'm saying her last name wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, she was. At, I didn't know she had all these. Like you know, um, she was doing all these other movies as an actress first, which I think it's kind of cool for somebody. To go to acting and then directing, because oh, yeah. you know they can see both sides. Totally, you know, of the world, <laughs> they kind of know, you know, how to to work. Um, but um, she was also in Spike Lee's School Days and uh, Vampire's Kiss with Nicolas Cage.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> and Which? she well she also did a caveman's valentine oh yeah caveman's valentine oh so
0: good very good so good it took me a minute to get into it
1: oh yeah it's it's yeah but
0: i really did enjoy it yes <laughs> um but um she actually um it was Eve's bayou was actually the highest grossing independent film of 1997. And the film won uh, the Film Independent Spirit Award for Best uh, First Feature. And she received a seven NAACP Image Awards, nom- Image Awards nom- nominations, including Best Picture. And then in, in addition, uh, Lemons received a special first-time director award that was created just for her uh, from the National Board of Review she should have. (laughs) Yes. And um, she also won the Director's Achievement Award at the ninth Annual Nortel Palm Springs Film Festival. Which I heard is is a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, And also, so, and then for the 2002 Oscar telecast, um, Cassie directed a touching tribute to Sidney Poirier. um, And she was also involved in um, an exploration an exploration of the roles and representations of black women in film uh, for the 2003 Tribeca Film Festival.
1: Sidney Poitier is like the last one left. I know. He's like the last of old Hollywood
0: because Christopher it's,
1: Plummer just died.
0: Oh, that's right. I saw that pop up on my phone and I was like... 91 and an Oscar I know. is a
1: hell of a run. Yeah. But I was still sad that... Uh, Captain Von Trapp died. But yeah, Sidney yeah. Pati is the last one left. But I
0: but I love how everybody is is like, okay, like all the older people are starting to, to die, so someone please save Betty White. Bubble wrap her. She's what, 99? 90, she just turned 99, right? Yeah. Or
1: 98?
0: I, I want to say 98. If only there was a way we could find out. I know, like cell phones and stuff. Um.
1: No, she just turned 99 on January
0: 17th. Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. I like it.
1: <laughs> but it's also worth noting that uh, Casey Lemons is freaking brilliant. Uh, she yes. went to, she graduated from Tisch School of the Arts. Yes, which is very difficult to get into. She also, what was the UCLA program? Uh, let me find it. I had looked it up. Oh, she's also a graduate of the UCLA and the New School of Social Research Film Program. Yes. And she's got an honorary degree as a doctorate of human letters mm-hmm. from Salem State College. And she teaches, she's an associate arts professor at Tisch School of the Arts.
0: And I was actually going to go to Tisch. It's freaking expensive. It was. I got in when I saw the costs, and I couldn't get enough grants. <laughs> no. But that would have been cool for me to, you know, possibly be taught by her.
1: If there is one thing,
0: I mean, just saying,
1: well, if there's one thing that I could teach kids and it breaks my freaking heart that this isn't, we need like a consumer math class that's taught in schools that meets some sort of math requirement, Mm -hmm. because do I use any of the calculus classes that I had to take?
0: No, absolutely not.
1: Do I use trigonometry? No. Do I have to file my taxes every year? yes do i need to balance my own home budget yes but if there's one thing that i wish that we could teach kids in this class it would be how to spot predatory student loans Mm
0: -hmm. and it's
1: to figure out how to pay for college without using student loans or if you have to use them how long it's going to take you to pay them back yeah. it was like my there were what did i
0: i wish i would have had that class oh totally for sure because I, I, <laughs> I wanted
1: to go to um my first choice school was university of san diego which i got into um and it was going to be i think twenty five thousand dollars a year in tuition and that was living off campus um and it was like i, I can afford that who can freaking afford it and then looking at but nobody teaches kids how to read what compound interest is because that makes a difference like what exactly like what it's a loan i'll just pay it off it's
0: fine i'll just take a whole bunch of loans out no
1: so instead i went to i didn't go to an out-of-state school i went to an state school i went to uc riverside for part of it and then cal state channel islands for the other part and my tuition was a lot cheaper and i was able to graduate debt-free but i feel so bad for kids that just are not well, one, there are a lot of countries that once you're done with secondary school, you either go to a university or you go to a trade school mm-hmm. and the government pays for it. Um, but here it's like, oh, you want an education? <laughs> That'll be, you know, well, and you see even UC Riverside now, the tuition is, I think my mom and I are talking about it today, it's like between seventy dollars or $80,000 for the cost of your education between, oh, God. Uh, between you know, in, if you live on campus or not, or even if you live at home, all of your transportation um your classes your books your fees like everything and that's a state school
0: wow. that's not even a
1: private university
0: i don't even want to talk about my student loans.
1: <laughs> nobody can afford
0: it i'm still paying it off i'm like you know if you guys want to take care of that that'd be cool
1: well they're getting deferred for the rest of, well until september i think
0: i mean can they be deferred for the rest of my life
1: supposedly that is part of our new president's <laughs> agenda is well, to forgive i hope loans. he
0: makes much student loans on his agenda
1: <laughs> well yes think, Please. Of, think of um i mean not to get off topic but but yeah sorry but think of all think of all the things that um people from our generation and the next generation are not able to buy mm-hmm. think think of how how much you're not going out to eat think about the things that like all of the extra things you're not buying mm-hmm. because you're making student loan payments. So it's actually hurting the economy mm-hmm. to have kids straddle. I say kids, their people are age to have adults straddled with this
0: ridiculous student loan debt. Yeah. And still haven't got that dream job yet. No. <laughs> that I worked so hard in college for. I oh, know. <laughs> but, um, well, just a little bit more about uh, Cassie Lemon. So, just a little blurb I found. Um, so, she's also worked extensively as a mentor and educator. So... Um, for the past 14 years, she has been a board member of the Film Independent, and has contributed to Film Independent's filmmaker filmmaker. Uh, blah, 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 sorry. Filmmaker Labs (laughs) as a speaker and moderator. Um, She also continues to serve as an advisor to the Sundance Screenwriter and Filmmaker Labs. um, Guest lecturing and speaking engagements including Yale University, Columbia Film School, MIT, UCLA, USC, the Los Angeles Film School, and the University of Pristina Film School in Kosovo. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was really cool. Um. And then Cassie was uh, Vassar College's uh, 2008 Artist in Residence, and in uh, 2010 to uh, 2011 academic year, uh, Lemons was the uh, UCLA Regents Lecturer in the School of Theater, Film, and Television. Right on yeah so she doing some things oh yeah
1: she's brilliant
0: yeah but also i'm just just throwing it out there again if you haven't seen harriet please watch it Oh my gosh. it's uh i think it's on
1: hbo max is yeah it?
0: it actually is okay and on demand too if you have yeah. that and for hbo boop, boop.
1: but yes please check out eve's by you it is again not your traditional horror film Um, but there are ghosts there's voodoo there is uh being careful what you wish for because you might get it um there's all kinds of good spooky things yes so be sure to check it out um and please seek out some of the different resources that we mentioned and look up more black horror films because you will be surprised at how
0: much you like them yes they're great, and we'll, we'll be talking about some more too. And it's
1: it's not a horror film, but please just go watch Porgy and Bess if you haven't done it because <sighs> it's still an amazing
0: movie. <laughs> it's just so, so great. I love Diane. I don't know how many so times much. I cried in that movie? Oh,
1: what did she get? She got nominated for an Oscar, not mm-hmm. for Porgy and Bess.
0: Oh, that's right. It wasn't but it was for a, Porgy and But Bess. it was a
1: different one. <sighs> I'm gonna remember it after we're done recording. But anyway. yeah, I know. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I love Diane Carroll. She's, I was gonna look it up, but I'm like, we
0: ain't got time. She just, she just died two Wait, years ago? Yeah, it wasn't that wasn't long, that long ago? ago. Yeah. Oh, all the greats. They're getting old. Can we bubble wrap Cindy
1: Portier too? Ew, that man does not need bubble wrap. Have you seen him? He's, we just
0: we just lost Cicely Tyson. Can we bubble wrap she uh, Cindy Portier, please? does not look 93. I mean, what did you see Cicely Tyson? Oh, she looked amazing. Uh, like, she didn't look, what, 90? She was 93.
1: 93
0: 93 93 no i think she was like ninety three, ninety four. one of those like she just had her birthday yeah and then she passed how old was she i
1: feel like 93 is right 96 neither oh, of us were right
0: god that's a good run but like I mean, look at her. she don't even look
1: at it. No, she was still doing. She was still Viola Davis's mom on How to Get Away with Murder. I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm still
0: doing it, you guys. Shit, both. Like, who's people. gonna play her mom now? I know. Oh, love that show too. Anyway, all right.
1: Uh, yes, please check out these movies and um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is the Squad Ghouls. Check out our website. We have merch. We will have new merch when Yay. I. Do it this weekend. Um because <laughs> I've been saying it for like three weeks now, so I just need to
0: do it. We're gonna have some new stuff.
1: We'll have new stuff. <laughs> we have for those of you who are buried in snow, we have dog hoodies.
0: Yes. Your dog
1: is cold. <laughs>
0: um also don't forget that we um just became uh, brand ambassadors with kitty fx. Mm-hmm. Uh kitty fx shop on um Instagram and also their website, I believe it's kittyfxshop.com. shop.com. And make sure you uh, use our code at checkout squad ghouls in all caps and you get 15% off.
1: Yeah, man. And there's a lot of really cute, uh, not Halloween. I mean, it's all spooky, but a lot of really cute, like spooky Valentine stuff. Yes. So please check her out. And plus Allie's just the nicest girl on the face of the planet. Get in it. Yes. Um, (laughs) Did I say everything? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. Subscribe. All that. That's it. We got it. Creep it real. (laughs) We'll scare you later. Goodbye. Bye.